It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. As well, and to talk that and a bit of rugby union as well, because the Wallabies are playing tonight. Brendan Bradford from codesports.com.au. BB, good morning. That sounds very much like Ty, something Ty would say, and he did it in the press conference in the lead up to this big fight this weekend. You gotta love him. You gotta love Ty Tuivasa. So he's, he's, and that's him. That's that's been him since day one. He's never changed. He's not. Uh, he, he's never going to give you those, you know, nice polished sound clips that can run on the six pm news. Um, it's all that kind of stuff, and that's why people love him. So, tell us about his fight. Um, and it's obviously heavyweight. So Ty hasn't need to do what Rob Whittaker's had to do and stay off the croissants when he's got over there to uh, to Paris and, and watch his weight. He's he's ready to just let rip once again. Yeah, that's it. And that's actually been something that is hasn't been common for Ty. He used to have to cut down to to uh to heavyweight. I remember his second fight in the UFC in Perth in twenty eighteen. Um he was going for runs in fight week in about, you know, mid thirty degree temperatures to, to lose the last couple of kgs to make the uh two hundred and sixty five pound limit um for heavyweight. So he's um He's a lot more professional now. Like he's still, he's still that larrikin character. He's still pretty, pretty rough around the edges. But um, he's been training over in, in Dubai, I think it is, uh, for the last sort of year or so. Um, so he's taking his sort of training side of it a lot more seriously than he used to. Uh, he used to be able to just go out there and, and knock guys out with just his sheer power and brute force. Um, but this is a good one. Cyril Garn, um, he's sort of the, the he'll be the hometown guy, obviously coming off a loss to Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title in January. Um, and this is another another huge opportunity, another another big moment for Ty. Um, he's, on, he's on a good streak. Um, he, he was on a losing streak about two years ago, and he's come back and put a few really good wins together. And if he, if he wins this one, he'll be fighting for the title for sure. Uh, in the co-main event, uh, we spoke about it there just briefly. Rob Whittaker, uh, he's fighting. It's his first fight since the, the big uh, Israel Adesanya loss that he had. Yeah, so this is this is another another huge one. Um, it's it's funny with with Rob and and with Israel Adesanya, they're probably the two greatest middleweights, um, or two of you know with Anderson Silva as well, of all time. Like if if there was no Israel Adesanya, you'd be looking at Rob Whitaker and saying that's the greatest 185 pounder of all time. Um, just his 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 resume and the guys he's beaten and the way he's beaten them. Um, just so happens that yeah, there's a guy called Stylebender out of Auckland who's who's just a, an extra level um, above Robert at this stage. Um, and this is this is a really interesting one because Marvin Vittori, he, uh, he's had a loss to Israel Adesanya. He got, he got fairly demolished um, in that one. Uh, oh, he said, sorry, he said two losses to yeah. Israel. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, th- this is an interesting one because, you know, Rob wins. He's right back in sort of that, that title frame again. Um, you know, but with with his losses to to Adesanya as well, like is, is there an appetite for that? I'm not sure, but um, you know, you have two guys just so dominant um, that are just you know a, a levels above the rest of the middleweight division. Um, there's not much else you can do. No, exactly, and uh, we wish both of those Aussies uh, all the best in that uh, that fight night, which you can catch on I think on ESPN, won't it be BB? That'll be uh, early tomorrow morning with the time differences. Early and everything. tomorrow morning. Yeah, KO. Um, 
it's not a not a pay per view. So if you got a, a KO subscription, you'll be able to to watch that one. Um, yeah, early morning. I got my uh, I got a I actually got a, a case of Drink West, which is Ty and Tyson Pedro's beer. Um, I don't know whether I'll be having one at six thirty in the morning. We'll see. Oh, it's a <laughs> it's a good start to Father's Day, Brandon. Just um, rip into eight beers watching UFC, it. and yeah, you'll be you'll be great by the time oh, the like bacon and eggs get served about nine pm at uh, nine am. <laughs> I'll be watching the watching the football tonight. I'll get up early for the tennis. I'll, maybe I'll just go straight through. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, Rugby Union, you'll be watching that tonight. The Wallabies, unchanged lineup for the sold-out clash with the Springboks. Uh, wet conditions in Sydney. Hopefully it dries out by then. I reckon that, that um, stadium can dry out pretty quickly. So hopefully it's, it's dry weather footy because last week in Adelaide, um, it was that and the Wallabies got the cash. Yeah, really interesting. Another interesting one um, this week. I wish I was going. This sold out days ago. Hmm. Um, you get a media pass, couldn't you? Wallabies, I probably could have. I, I, I wasn't organised enough, um, hmm. standard. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, you know, the Wallabies, the ups and downs of the Wallabies over the last couple of years, and I, I guess Australian rugby in general, um, just to, to have this sell out, I know, you know, and obviously it's the, the sort of grand opening of the new stadium that, that probably comes into it as well. But just the fact that the, the Wallabies coming off a huge win um, last week and at home back in Sydney, um, that it sells out. Sort of, I, I think sort of says, you know, is a sign that, um, you know, they're, they're although they they cough it in the media a little bit, the Wallabies and Australian rugby, the, the, there's still the appetite there. And um, yeah, this is a huge game. It probably probably does play into the strength of the Springboks a little bit more than last week, um, especially if it stays wet. Although yeah, you'd, you'd you'd be hoping that the the drainage situation at the new new ground um you know works works in Australia's favour for this one, but unchanged lineup, which is which is pretty rare. Um, really keen to see how Nick White goes this week after uh, you know he he copped it over the last couple of days for the that incidents last weekend last weekend. Um, so it, it's and it's just you know looking ahead to the the Bledisloe Cup. I mean, the way the the All Blacks are going. Um, just in crisis mode from from week to week, um, Wallabies really building some momentum for that Bledisloe series in a couple of weeks' time as well. Yeah, talking about the All Blacks game uh, against Argentina, uh, and, and probably something in my world has gone reasonably unnoticed. The, the job that uh, Michael Checker has done with the Argentinian side and and David Kidwell as the defensive coach, uh, they've really their their performances in this uh, championship have been uh, first class. Yeah, yeah, really um, stoked for Michael Checker. He he was a part of the, I think he was an assistant coach or, or a forwards coach or something in 2020 when Argentina beat uh, the All Blacks in Sydney. It was, that was, you know, the first time ever. And now to take over as head coach and beat the All Blacks in New Zealand, um, just it just speaks to, to, to what a you know good coach he is. He, uh, you know, when he left the Wallabies, it was, you know, there was some sort of fractured relationships and, and scorched earth type of stuff going on, but um, just a, a tremendous coach and just knows how to get out, get the best out of the players that he has. Um, he did that at the Wallabies, took them to the 2015 Rugby World Cup final against all odds, won a Super Rugby title with the Waratahs as well, and now um, doing really good things um, with the Pumas. Um, and yeah, just on just on the All Blacks, um, obviously I'm from New Zealand, so it's yeah, a loss, a single loss is is bad, and two losses in the space of a short amount of time, you know, since the economy reeling. This is unprecedented. This is existential crisis across the ditch kind of stuff. It's phenomenal. Um, 
I've heard they've had to turn off the comment sections on a lot of articles on rugby union stories over the last week. That's the state of the country at the moment. <laughs> uh, Gibbo, uh, can I get out of this? You've you got a, an all-black brother in here, um, Brennan, in, in Gibbo. He loves his, loves his all-blacks. What the bloody hell is going on? Oh, I'm not oh, too I sure. Oh, I think uh, the whole <laughs> no, five don't. people of New Zealand are probably pretty angry right now. More than that, Gibbo. <laughs> More than that. I'm a Wallabies fan. The All Blacks, good riddance. You, you wait until they, wait until they come out and play the Wallabies at Eden Park in a couple of weeks' time, and they pump them by fifty, just to, to yeah, wake that's up. That's the thing, isn't it? Anyway. There's always that false hope with the Wallabies when they go across to play at Eden Park. But um, in terms of world rugby, I think it's really good. You know, it's 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 a lot more exciting, even as a as, you know, even as a Kiwi watching on. It's you, you don't want. You don't want the All Blacks just to go out and steamroll everyone. It's it's pretty exciting. With the World Cup just over a year away, um, I think it's great for the world game. BB, we'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us, mate. And, um, yeah, we'll check out more of your work on codesports.com.au. You've written some yarns this week on uh, Andrew Fafita and um, Ronaldo at Cronulla, not Manchester United, but he's still a very, very interesting story as well. <laughs> um, cheers for that, mate. You, you caught up, who'd you catch up with this morning, by the way? I spoke to uh, I spoke to the legendary Greg Eastwood at seven a.m. this morning. Um, he's still running around playing for the Glee Dirty Reds, who are in the Ron Massey Cup Grand Final tomorrow, um, and it could be a swan song. So check out that on Code Sports later this afternoon. And he he, play, he, he plays on Father's Day. How many kids has Greg got? I lost track. I know he's got a, there's at least four, maybe five. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, Greg and... hasn't lost track. <laughs> well, he says he. he Look, this might be his last game, his last season, because um, you know a lot of you know, some of his kids are at the age where he's taking taking people around to all parts of Sydney to play football and netball and stuff. So yeah. he's got to step back and, and and just watch the kids now. So um, yeah, he, he did mention that there might be a, a, another Eastwood running around at the NRL at, over the next couple of years. So uh, watch out for that one. Good stuff, BB. Thanks, mate. Um, have a good day. Cheers, mate. You too. Catch up. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.